Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Afternoon Drive, presented by Superbook Sports. Here's Aniwo Piro and Cody Rourke. It's a parade inside my, my city. city. Yeah! That one will never get old, man. Guten Tag, bastards. Neither with that one. Mile High Sports Radio. Afternoon drive. Anilo Piro, Cody Rourke. We got Danny Bailey and Logan behind the glass. Already into hour number two. I don't know what it is, man. The shows like the last two or three months have just been. Like, I feel like our shows are going quicker than they did in football season. And football season, I feel like we always have so much to talk about. I don't know. Maybe it's recency bias. I just feel like these shows have been flying by. They lately. fly. Like, yeah. it's a bird. It's a plane. It's afternoon drive. I think it was the... Oh, no, no. It was the Avs pregame. That's going to be the last night. sound bite. <laughs> then they were playing Shook ones on uh, the pregame show. I was like, what is this? Afternoon drive? Archive? I was like, what is this? Start song. I feel like when the season changed, like, you know, when football's on, we changed our our, theme, our opening theme song. We changed our theme song I feel for like we basketball. should have a summer song, too, though. I'm cool with that. I feel like we need, like, once like once both teams... Is going to be all summer long? Finished, no, please. No, but we need something that has like a good little like uh, I don't like sunshine, summertime type of vibe. So anything from a Shine Down album, apparently. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> like I don't know. Food, Summer nights. What about Foo Fighters? We could do a Foo Fighters thing. Ever long. They released a new song today. No, you can't do that one anymore. Why? Do you use it for Sean Sandy? Oh no, that's even flow. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Foo Fighters came out with a new song today. Did they? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it? It's mid. Yeah. I mean, I haven't, I haven't, I need to listen to it a few times. That's how I like really yeah. digest music. I'm I have to so to excited. It. This is like my first summer of my adult life, where like I'm trying to like plan out like what I'm calling summer passion projects, and I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna be an adult. Like I just can't like. I'm mean, obviously excited for the Nuggets and the Avalanche, but like, you planning those on your Pinterest board or what? Basically, yeah. yeah this guy's theme song is "Summer Games" by Drake. Not a bad song, or summer sixteen, and that also more so confirms why twenty sixteen is the best year ever. Oh, just because you said summer, we had a whole theme song to go with it. Well, that's because it was summer twenty sixteen. Awesome sixteen, awesome sixteen. Come on, bro, you know it's the best year on. It's a banger, but maybe that's what I get tattooed. Twenty sixteen forever on my arm. Please don't stuck 
EST 2016. I need to complete my other sleeve. That's what I'm. Yeah, you got to get on that, buddy. Oh, trust me. I have more tattoos than you when it's all said and done. You won't even know. It won't even be close. I'm going to get normal. I'm going to get the normal brand logo tatted on me somewhere. Guy, pal. Trust me. You're, You're not, not that, that guy. guy. Yeah. I'm going to get patchwork tattoos. That's what's in right now. Okay. Just a bunch of random things. Get some on my forehead. Okay, Sean O'Malley. Hell yeah. We saw him at the at the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's weird. They look different in real life than when you see him He's on TV. He's about as tall as Anilo. Did you know that? There's supposed to be a slight? No. Well, what weight class is he in? Because that doesn't really surprise weight? me. Yeah, exactly. 135? Yeah, yeah I could I mean, not imagine be, being that thin, bro. If you're tall hell? in 135, you are dead. skin and bones. Attic, bro. Like, that's attic level. Like, I don't know how you get that skinny. Not good. Cocaine diet? Yeah, it's a great diet. What? Keto. What? It's a great diet, man. You want to lose 10 pounds? That's horrible. Can't believe you're saying that to people. <laughs> you want to lose weight? You know what the best thing to do? Eat a lot of protein. Lift your damn weight. Take a page out of the Thad Castle playbook. Cocaine! <laughs> the Drug Olympics? Ugh. That episode was unbelievable. Guys, Everybody who comes in my zone gets laid out. That's what I do. I lay people out. There's so many sound bites we should probably grab from that yeah, show. There, there's a lot of. I, show, when I got that one, I was looking at a lot more, and many of them are not radio friendly. Marathon no, Monday? It's crazy. I should. Re- that's a show that's worth rewatching. It's been a long time. You can watch it on Tubi for free. Really? Mm hmm. I remember watching that. I think it was my freshman or sophomore year of high school when they first put it on Netflix. You got to watch that Danny Trejo documentary. Yeah, you were telling me about that. What that, that, what's that on? It's on Tubi. I have, Tubi's the free one. Yeah. That's where I watch Hell's Kitchen. It's dope. Tubi's dope. Royton, 30 minutes, make me a signature I'm, dish, bro. I'm honestly not opposed to watching like ads to watch some stuff. I'm honestly no, not, I'm opposed not opposed to it. Yeah. I'm also kind of conditioned to it because I refuse to play for the ad-free versions of anything. Well, I honestly feel like, too, is like, if we pay for ad-free stuff, I feel like that leads to more binge-watching versus, like, a commercial is a great way to refresh and get some water. Yeah. You know, take a take a leak. I actually... Grab some food. I think HBO has been really good in the sense of if you have the one, the version that is included with ads, you don't have ads on the HBO originals. So, like, if you watch Sopranos, if you watch The Wire, if you watch House of Dragon... There's yeah, because no none of that stuff has ads when it airs. Exactly. So I like that a lot. I think that's the good way to do it. Um, all right, before we get to the Nuggets, it's kind of an injury-related thing. Uh, so Frank Ocean, we talked about him on Monday. We talked has, about him yesterday. Or was it yesterday? Has been ruled out of Coachella Weekend 2 with oh. a sprained ankle. And I'm not kidding you. That just came across my Twitter feed. He is not performing what, at Coachella his ankle Weekend protesting 2. about the set design? Yeah, and apparently Blink-182 is now going to be the new headliner. Good. I would not be happy. Blink-182 still plays it. They're already on the lineup, though. Oh, is this new, or is this the Frank Ocean stuff? This is new. Logan just oh. informed me. What, what happened? That? During our show yesterday, Jaron Jackson Jr. was named Defensive Player of the Year. Mm. Today, Coach of the Year. Any guesses? Ooh, Coach of the Year. Should be Mike Brown. Yeah, Mike Brown well of the done. Celtics coach. Yeah, It is Mike, Mike Brown, Brown of the Sacramento Ooh, Kings. Mike Brown! I bet you Michael Malone got this many votes. Yeah, I think he got Zero. one. I think he got one. What does that say, though, about Michael like, Malone if you lead a team to the first seed in the Western Conference and get no recognition for it? What does that say? I mean, I think you look at other teams' situations and you look at what the expectations with Denver are obviously high, but no, I don't think anybody believed 
coming into the season that Sacramento would be as good as they have been. Yeah. Sacramento's improvement also is exponentially higher yeah. than yeah. Denver's improvement the yeah. last two, three years. Light the beam. Yep. You got to love that. So where's your head at for this game tonight, though, Mr. Work? Do you think what's kind of your gut expectation? A Nuggets win, a big win, a, a short win, whatever yeah. it might be. No, I think the Nuggets win. I, th- I think this will be a much closer game. I think there will be, you know, some drama going into the fourth quarter. You know, some excitement like, okay, hey, you know, hey, hey, we don't know. This one could go either way. And then, you know, Denver locks down in the fourth and takes care of business. That's how I'm kind of feeling. I'm expecting a lot of physicality. Oh, because of Anthony? From, no, not just because of that. Can we I mean, talk about what Anthony said here, folks? About what? Some hard fouls early in the we game? Should, we should, you know, have some hard fouls. And looking at the comments from idiot fans of the Memphis Grizzlies. Not the Memphis Grizzlies, Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't know why I said Memphis Grizzlies. The Minnesota Timberwolves, they're like, yeah, you know, you have guys on the bench for a reason. Bring them in to hurt. I'm like, really? Like, that's what you're encouraging? You're encouraging to bring guys off the bench just to hurt somebody? Playoff basketball. I know. Mm-hmm. It's like but Sabonis you know said about Draymond stomping on him. They're going to play off They're going to go after Jokic's wrist. Guarantee it. Keep an eye on that tonight. Yeah, he's listed as questionable. It's his right wrist. We see how that popped up. Well, we talked about I it mean, with Harrison. He's, That's as, been the he's as questionable as LeBron James, Anthony yeah. Davis, and Dennis Schroeder. I just think the fact that he even put him on the list says something, though. Obviously, like you know, if it was, if it was pretty much a non-factor, I don't think he'd list him as questionable. No, I, I think it's going to be a, a little bit of a closer game than it was in game one. Me too. Usually you see teams buck, like coming off of a loss. I it mean, don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. That is true at the end of the day. In the wise words of Mr. Dominic Toretto. Toretto. But I don't know, man. I, I, I've already talked about it earlier today. I've talked about it with the fellows around the station. I like Denver to win, but if I had to make a pick against the spread, right now it's Denver laying the eight points, I would take Minnesota. I think this is a close game. I think it's like a four or five point Denver Nugget pick. So I don't like picking the spread. It's tough, but it's it's a good indicator. Of, it's just tough to gauge how, what, you know. It's a 50-50 bet. Because you never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, remember last year, who was it? The Eagles played the um, the Steelers, and it was like, what? The line was 18? Mm-hmm. They got blown out by more than yeah, that. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's like they couldn't even cover. Like Steelers can't so even it cover. Goes. Come on now. Yeah. So I'm expecting Denver to come out strong again tonight. And I mean, you know, I put out the clip on social as well. Like, I think that this has the opportunity to be the most intriguing game of the series. There's a lot at stake because tonight. I don't think anybody. I think a lot of people expected Denver to win that first game, but I don't really think anybody had Denver in blowout fashion, 30 plus points on their bingo card. Yeah, I mean that was game one. Game two is very, very important. There's a lot of stake. You lose this game, you lose home court. We know the Nuggets have not played well on the road. In Minnesota, like I said, Minnesota is tough. They are scrappy, and they're going. They're going to make some improvements that you know on some areas that that hurt them in game one. But Denver's just got to play their style of basketball. That's mm-hmm. all they have to do. They have to worry about themselves. They there are some things like in a close game they can't be doing that they got away with a game one. Like they they you know, Bruce Brown, some other guys, they made some sloppy passes, you know, in congested areas in the paint and led to turnovers. Like when Denver turns the ball at a high rate, it's not a good thing for their offensive production. Right. And it usually leads to them giving up a lot of points in transition to other teams. Sometimes it leads to them getting out rebounded on offensively on the glass. I just want to see them play their style of basketball. I think they're going to pull out the win, but Minnesota's going to bring it tonight. I I have a hunch. The loins are telling me. He's got a hunch. Or it just could be the weather. 
Yeah, you and the weather, man. You guys don't get along very often. Huh? No, well, I mean, I felt it in my knee this morning when I woke up. I, I like, can't oh, wait man. to see this man when he's 40. Oh, Wheelchair I'm, it in. Oh, I'm sorry that I had. You're going to be Gil in 20 years. That I had an ACL, MCL. And then all the times PCL, you're making fun of Gil, you're going to have sympathy for him. LCL. I don't make fun of Gil because I, every time you hear his voice in a commercial, you rip the headphones off and go like this. <laughs> I do. Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe you'll have some sympathy when you get to that point no. in your life. I only have sympathy for myself. Sympathy, sympathy for the devil? No, I was thinking running with the devil. We should play that song. Are you going to go Hunter S. Thompson? With the- no. As soon as you start aging, just out on your own terms? Yeah. Wake up one day, call it good. Drive to the bottom of a ravine. Chavez Ravine. Chavez Ravine, where's that? Dodger Stadium. Oh, well, I ain't gonna go that far. I might just do it in Coos Bay. Just Good drive. hot dogs. Just drive, go swimming. Yeah. What about you, Danny Bailey? What's What's your <laughs> overall expectation for this game tonight? The voice of reason behind the glass. He is the voice of reason. Well, um, Nuggets showed that if they're invested and if they're engaged, they are one of the best teams in the NBA. They're an NBA title contender, and tonight, I hope that Minnesota does bring the physicality. Because guys like Aaron Gordon and KCP and Bruce Brown and Christian Brown are going to bring that same physicality right back to him. And honestly, Jokic probably will too if they get him a little peeved. Um, wouldn't be surprised to see Jokic Tech tonight. Wouldn't be surprised to see a Michael Malone Tech tonight. Jokic Tech. But I think those are going to help fuel the Nuggets to a win. But like you said, AP, it, the eight points seems like a lot. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Is I, I do think, unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, I just, just because Denver won big in game one does not make me think that they will automatically repeat that in game two. No, it's they, hard They to very do well could. I mean, Boston is a good example. Boston is manhandling Atlanta. You know, can Denver do that with Minnesota? I just got a weird update on my on Twitter. So Tommy Shepard is out as Wizards head of basketball operations. And this person, Jeff Ziglett, who's a pretty respected reporter for USA Today, says Tim Conley could be in the mix. <laughs> Didn't Tim Conley like just get um, Washington would have to give him twenty five percent of the franchise? Three zero three eight three one thirteen forty. If you want to get involved, we got a text message. What's going on, Outlaw? Out what there? up, brother? Outlaw says, "What's going on, guys? Finished Better Call Saul final season this afternoon at work, and he's almost done with El Camino." Uh, mm. He he wonders anything I should watch that's not Game of Thrones. Yes, on HBO or just in general. I think just in general. Okay, I got a couple for you. Drive to survive, outlaw. No, no. Here's the thing, outlaw. Not You're yet. only going to get recommendations from Cody Personal Library, and he doesn't break out of his personal library. So if you I want do, to expand me, your horizons, I have a very unique palette. If you'd expand your mind, if you want to hear about the same things that Cody's been watching for the last 15 years, listen to him. Well, you want to watch good shows that you resonate with. You keep. Coming you want to watch the same shows over and over, which is a sign of depression. Go ahead. Hey, just because you saw it on Twitter doesn't make it true. All right. What? Are you, this is the problem. What do you mean? Every time, look at this video I saw on TikTok. Look at these protein shakes. Can I go to Costco with you? All because I saw this on TikTok. Yeah, it's healthy. I trust health experts. What's the difference between what you find on TikTok and what you find on Twitter? Well, the stuff that you write on Twitter. You just saw it from some random dweeb who paid for a blue check mark that literally has like a questionable bio that has some toxic stuff in it. I don't think they're a real medical professional if they're saying they pee on people's faces. I don't know, man. I'm Here's telling you, I saw, I saw the same exact thing that you did. And I was like, huh, I wonder if that's true. Am I depressed? But I'm not depressed. I work out. I'm blessed, not stressed. It's a shroud. 
because I'm the best. Anyways, you want to watch some good shows. If you've never seen Entourage, highly recommend. I got I got Danny. It Danny Danny's known about it, though, but I got Anilo on Entourage. He's never seen it, and he enjoys it. Peaky Blinders on Netflix. Fantastic show, if you ever want to watch that. Never Go Wrong with Sons of Anarchy. And then after Sons of Anarchy, you got to watch Mayans MC. But if you want, like, a classic that's just, like, always riveting, 24. Jack Bauer. 24 is a good one. 24 is a good one. A lot of seasons. I just finished up a pretty cool, like, murder mystery type Ooh, show which one? on Peacock. It's called Poker Face. Isn't Ron Perlman in that one? Yeah, it's got a great ensemble cast, uh, nice long episodes. Each episode is kind of its own story. So that one was pretty cool. Yeah, and if you want to watch like one that's going to make you laugh and feel good all the time, Modern Family. Highly recommend. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, we just got some other NBA news. Speaking Uh-oh. John Morant's out, so is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oi! That just came down the line here as well. Is this game? This is game two, right? Yeah. For both. So them and Denver are the one seeds are playing like way later than like some of these mm-hmm. other teams already played game two. Yep. That's wild to me. I think it's interesting that they have Milwaukee tipping off after Memphis. Yeah, I mean, I just it is further west. It is. It's just you don't think of that. You know how much? For, yeah, actually, a good amount further west, isn't it? One south. Or no, Put the Grizzlies in the Eastern Conference. Put the Pelicans in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but then give us back the, the Supersonics and then put a team in Vegas. Balanced. What What do you think the uh, Vegas team would be named? The yeah, because that would be two new teams. No, there's there already are, actually, I guess that wouldn't be balanced, but still. Would it be? What do you mean? The Jokers? Well, it, you, you, would, re- you would replace the teams in the West, but the East would then have two additional teams. Ah, uh, so you'd need four teams in the West. I don't know. Maybe not. You could get rid. Who could you get rid of in the West? Anyone? Because like, there a franchise that you can completely just like Portland. No, they they got good fans up there. <laughs> I hate Portland so much. They could add a Vegas team. They could add. Get rid of San Antonio. No. There's too many teams in Texas. Three. Yeah, but Texas is really big. Yeah, Yeah. it is very big. And they all draw pretty well. New York has two teams. It's true. And they're small. Yeah. Could you add like a second Boston team? No. Don't think you could at all. To rival the Celtics? Would not work. You could add. Yeah, because you can't do anything like the Dakotas. You can't do anything in Wyoming. Oregon. Phoenix. Yeah, oh, wait, there's Portland. Yeah, yeah idiot. I was gonna say. I'm an idiot. Then if you add the so- I'm an idiot. if you add the Sonics back and then add an LA team or a Las Vegas team, there's two additional ones. Yeah, but then to Danny's why not point, um, San Diego? No, there's too many teams in California. Yeah, that'd what's be gonna fun. happen like when the big earthquake happens in California? Are there any teams in the that? East that we can move west? I don't think so. That would make sense. I mean, maybe the Bucks, but probably not. No, that makes no sense. Because yeah. I think the Bucks are further west than Memphis and New Orleans. Or they're so pretty funny. close to New Orleans. And Houston's already in the west. I mean, look where Minnesota could... is. <laughs> Minnesota. Yeah, because Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio are already in the west. Put a team in St. Louis. Mm. Ooh. That's like not that. a bad idea. But I would not want to live in misery. Do St. Louis. At a second Chicago team? No. We can move Chicago to the west. No. Yeah. I think I would, you can move Chicago. I wouldn't do West. another team there, though. But then you could also do Milwaukee if that's the case. Yeah, why don't you yeah. make another Florida? Outlaw team? says out of Fort Worth team. No outlaw. Does Fort Worth have a G League team? I, I think so. Isn't Fort Worth? Isn't it Dallas Fort Worth? Isn't it the same thing? That's what the airport is. DFW. Yeah, kind of they intertwine. 
Mm. Yeah, but I think that's like the DC metro area. Isn't just Washington. Yeah, true. DC, what do they call yeah. that? D- oh, DMV. The DMV, yeah. yeah. DC Metro. DC, area. Maryland, Virginia. Yeah, the DMV. Shout out to my Houston, boy B Simp. All right, let's uh, hit a break. Speaking of guys that go by the name B something, we'll bring in our guy B Skip. Hey. Looking forward to that one. He's the site manager over at Denver Stiffs. Again, we've got ourselves a little watch party going on down at the Sportsbook Bar and Grill in Highlands Ranch. If you're looking for a place to watch tonight's Denver Nuggets game, game two against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Head on down to the Sportsbook Bar and Grill in Highlands Ranch for a Mile High Sports and a Denver Stiffs Stiff Night Out watch party. Let's hit a break. Come back. We'll bring in the site manager of Denver Stiffs, Brandon Ewing. We'll break down tonight's game, get his opinion of the matchup and tonight's series in general. All that and more when we come back right here on the program. It is Mile High Sports Radio's Afternoon Drive. AP and Rourke with B. Skip back on the other side. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You ready, Mace? Party people in the place to be. Uh-huh. It's about that time. For us to yeah. What you know about going out? Head west, red legs, TVs, all up in the headrest. Try and live it up. Rock jewel, bigger truck, peach all glittered up. Stickle kid. Now, more of Afternoon Drive, presented by Superbook Sports on Mile High Sports. Welcome on back into the program, Mile High Sports Radio's Afternoon Drive. Anilo Piro and Cody Rourke rocking with you on this Wednesday, April the 19th, installment of the show. Getting ready for game two. Of the opening round matchup between the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Denver took that first game in pretty convincing fashion over Minnesota. We'll see if they can uh, you know, keep the good times going tonight here at Ball Arena. 8 p.m. tip-off. Looking forward to that one. And hey, if you're looking for a place to watch the game, head on out to the Sportsbook Bar and Grill out there in Highlands Ranch. We're uh, partnering up with our good friends over at Denver Stiffs for a good old Stiffs night out. At the sports book out there in Highlands Ranch. Great place to watch the game. Boss man Nate Lundy will be there amongst some other people from the Mile High Sports crew and uh, the Denver Nuggets community as well. So be sure to come on out to the sports book bar and grill out there in Highlands Ranch for tonight's game between the Denver Nuggets and the Minnesota Timberwolves. And speaking of Denver Stiffs, let's bring in our guy Brandon Ewing. You can follow him on Twitter at B underscore skip 1717. He is the site manager of Denver Stiffs. Does a great job. Has been involved in the Denver Nuggets community for quite some time. And, uh, my man, we've got ourselves a game tonight after it feels like a whole weekend off since they last played. It feels like it's just been an eternity since we saw Nikola Jokic and the boys out there. Your overall uh, expectations for tonight's matchup following their game one throttling of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. I was going to start with this is a much more uh, exciting chat we're having today than the last time I was Absolutely on the radio. Absolutely it so, is. So I'm excited. We're, we're excited to be affiliated uh, with you guys at Mile High Sports. It's been awesome for the, for the first few weeks. And like you said, I think expectations are pretty high tonight after that first game. I mean, that was an absolute thrashing uh, of the Timberwolves from really start to finish. Um, hopefully the Nuggets can build on it again tonight. I would expect the Timberwolves come out with 
a little more fire. But uh, if the Nuggets defend how they did in game one, it's going to be incredibly difficult for the Timberwolves to beat them, especially on their home court where the Nuggets have been uh, so solid so far this season. Yeah, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you as well in, in regards to that, right, Denver played such a clean game for the most part in game one. Game two, obviously, you're going to get a little bit of a different test from a team. They're, you know, they're going to come out because, hey, we don't want to go down 0-2 in a series. What do you think the Timberwolves are going to throw at the Nuggets differently here tonight? Um, I think they're going to be a lot more physical. I really do. I, I think the Nuggets were absolutely the more physical team in game one, and I think the Timberwolves were frustrated by that a little bit. But but I just don't know if the Timberwolves are going to be able to be that physical presence um, that they want to be. And and I think it, it could be a little different if Towns obviously plays a little better. He, he did not have a good performance in game one. He did not shoot the basketball well. I didn't think Anthony Edwards played as good as he could, but but Anthony Edwards is certainly their guy who's going to set the tone, and if he plays more physical, hopefully everybody else follows suit. But in that same regard, the Nuggets have to match that physicality just like they did in game one, which starts on that defensive end of the floor. Because if they're physical on that end, then the offense usually takes care of itself. What do you make not just of their performance in game one, but we talked about opening the show. Like if you compare it to the avalanche, for example, like, like the whole narrative, you know, down the stretch in the regular season, right? The avalanche were playing very good down the stretch, you know, in those regular season games. And they, you know, lose in pretty disappointing fashion last night to the Seattle crack in three to one, the opposite for the Denver nuggets where the last four or five game, last four or five weeks of the regular season, excuse me, uh, sluggish play, sloppy play, not very engaging, and then, you know, game one of the postseason, they flip the switch and absolutely blow out the Minnesota Timberwolves. What do you make of Denver in regards to the end of the regular season now into the start of the postseason and kind of establishing that momentum after they really lost it following that game against Memphis? Well, what I think is kind of you have a contrasting situation. So with the Nuggets, I think they kind of just turned the off switch off towards the end of the season. Like they felt like they had the one seed. They could just coast on in the playoffs. And I think that they had something to prove in that regard in game one, that they were still the best team in the West and they're still the best team that everyone's been watching all season. I just think we didn't see that at the end of the season because maybe they thought, let's get some guys healthy. Maybe guys weren't playing as hard as they were earlier in the season. And then you flip that sort of with the abs. I mean, I don't mind talking a little hockey. I think the abs were trying to get so healthy that they had to start winning hockey games and they had to start playing really well to get that playoff spot. And then they kind of just coasted in their first game last night. They're like, oh, we're playing the Kraken. It's their first ever playoff game. And those guys came out buzzing. And those guys just, just had no off switch. And the Avs just couldn't respond. Nuggets just flipped their switch from the get-go in game one. And hopefully that switch stays on. Because, like you said, it was a little concerning towards the end of the season. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't concerned a couple times when they were losing the teams that had they had no business losing to. Um, I just think it's sports, too, in general. I mean, sports are just funky. Sports are different. And teams can just flip that switch whenever they need to. So, Hopefully the Avs flip the switch in game two, and hopefully for the Nuggets that switch stays on tonight. Well, speaking of somebody who did flip the switch, Jamal Murray in, in game one was spectacular. He was stellar. You know, the jump shot was there. But more importantly, he attacked the basket, and it just seemed like he was getting everything off glass, and it forced Minnesota, I think, to collapse a little bit more in the paint, which there were times where he would drive, kick out to a shooter, or kick out to MPJ who would dunk on somebody there. What impressed you the most about Jamal Murray in his first playoff game and the performance that he's had in quite some time since the ACL injury. 
I think what impressed me most was his slow start. So he has a slow start, but then he just bounces back and shows who playoff Jamal Murray is. And like you said, it wasn't just him scoring the basketball and getting what was his, but he was also getting his teammates involved left and right. He was doing what the Nuggets needed him to do. He was, I think that he was the Nuggets' best player in game one. And I think MPJ was pretty close, and I think Jokic just did what Jokic does. But that Jamal Murray playoff mode is something that Nuggets fans have been missing for the last few years, ever since we saw him in the bubble. And that was fun to see him flip that switch again and bring that dog mentality. Because when he's playing like a dog and he's bringing that mentality, the rest of the players just follow suit. And he's definitely that that leader by example out there on the court, which is pretty fun to watch. Absolutely. Well said. Our guest is Brandon Ewing. You know him as the site manager over at Denver Stiffs. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at B underscore Skip 1717. Does a great job over there at Denver Stiff, which, of course, now has a nice formal relationship with us here at Mile High Sports. And again, if you're looking for a place to watch tonight's game, head on out to the Sportsbook Bar and Grill out there in Highlands Ranch. Looking forward for a little Stiffs night out for Game 2 tonight. And then coming up for Game 3, we'll be down at Tab 14 right across the street from Coors Field uh, with our good friends over at Denver Stiffs. So keep an eye out for that one. But speaking of Jamal Murray, outside of Jokic, do you think Jamal is the catalyst that pushes this team over the top? Obviously, Michael Porter Jr. has been very important contributions from guys like KCP. Michael Malone has talked about how, you know, we didn't bring him here for the regular season. We brought him here for the postseason. You know, we've seen a lot of different players. Maybe it's an Aaron Gordon. Maybe it's a CB, whoever it might be. Outside of Nikola Jokic, who do you think is the player that potentially pushes this team over the top where you look at yourself and you say, if this player goes off or if this player plays up to the level that we know they can, this team can go on a run like we think, like we all have been expecting this season. Yeah, I, I think it's Jamal Murray. I really do, and, and it leads me back to, to what we were saying a, a couple seconds ago is it really is that mentality he brings to the court. I mean, when he is buzzing and he is playing as hard as he can, every single player feeds off that. And like you said, Michael Porter Jr. has that potential to go off and, and go crazy and do exactly what he does, but Jamal just has that mindset that I think everybody feeds off of and everybody loves. And if he is balling like he can be and like he did in game one, this Nuggets team has the potential to make a finals run. They really do. And when he flips that switch, I mean, we talked about it. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch, and everyone else just feeds off that energy. So I think if Jamal can be the guy and he can be the catalyst, then the Nuggets have a chance to really do something special this year. Well, you know, one thing that has been impressive that we were kind of concerned about at various points of this season, you know, when Denver gets to the postseason, what's the bench going to be like? Obviously, Bruce has been contributing at a very high level. Uh, But I also want to highlight Christian Brown and his rise that he's had over the last month and a half here, really getting in the good graces of Michael Malone, the defensive intensities there. And and look, he doesn't have to necessarily score for you on offense, but he creates offensive opportunities with how active he is on defense. What has stood out to you about this young guy here who's got this, I mean, it almost seems like championship DNA to him. Yeah, and I think it, when they drafted him, I was very excited because, like you said, it's it's championship DNA. And I remember at his uh, introductory rookie press conference, I asked him that question. I, I was like, does winning championships, does that change something for your mentality? He said, absolutely. I mean, it, it gives you that dog mentality. It goes it goes back to that. It goes, goes back to guys playing hard, guys who bring that effort off the bench. And like you said, the Nuggets bench was a question mark. But what's really stood out to me with him, obviously defense and energy, it's been his rebounding. I mean, he's not afraid to crash the offensive glass, get an extra possession. He's not afraid to crash the defensive glass. I mean, his energy is contagious with that bench unit. And you highlighted Bruce Brown as well. I think Bruce Brown has been really on a good stretch the past month or so, and especially scoring the basketball. Nuggets fans all knew about the defensive player they were getting when they signed Bruce Brown in the offseason. But the offense he's been able to bring, not just 
outside shooting, but driving to the hole and finishing has been really impressive. So I think they, those two, Bruce Brown and Christian Brown, have really been the catalyst for that second unit. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Our guest is Brandon Ewing. Be sure to check out his work online, Denver Stiffs, which is now a part of the Mile High Sports Network. Love that. It's exciting times. And come on down to the Sportsbook Bar and Grill uh, tonight for a Game 2 watch party out there in Highlands Ranch. A couple more before we cut you loose here. We just found out that Mike Brown was named Coach of the Year, which I don't think comes as a surprise to anybody. Obviously, what he was able to do with the Sacramento Kings is fantastic. And I'm trying to find an official tally here, but I, I don't think Michael Malone was really even close to winning this award. And the reason I bring that up is I want to get your opinion about Denver's success and who gets the credit, because a lot of the credit seems to be towards Nikola Jokic and the overall team play, but that doesn't necessarily trickle back to Michael Malone. And obviously we've seen a lot of, you know, fans on social media and in person that are a little irked about Michael Malone and maybe thinks that he's holding this team back. But what do you make of the job that he's done this year? And really over the last couple of seasons, working with what he's got, because every year it seems like Denver's always hitting the over on their win total. This year they take another step and they're the number one team in the Western Conference. It feels like Michael Malone sometimes does not get the credit that maybe he deserves for setting Denver up for success in the manner in which he has. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, I think he definitely deserves way more credit than he gets. I think he's often the scapegoat, and I think it's it's easy to blame the, the coaches and the guys on the sideline. I mean, I'm also speaking as a guy who's coaching now. I mean, I coach high school football right now where I'm doing high school baseball, so we're right in the midst of high school baseball season. So I know the, the coaches sometimes don't get the recognition, and that's could not be more true for Michael Malone. I think he does a great job. Him, him and his staff do an awesome job making sure that everyone's ready night in, night out. It was tough this past month of the season. I mean, you guys got you got guys injured left and right. You're having to deal with rotations. And I'll tell you this firsthand, not every single coach is perfect. And coaches mess up just as often as players do on the court. But coaches often don't get the recognition as much as they might deserve. Like you said, Nikola Jokic often gets that. Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and those guys are great in their own regard. And obviously the Nuggets aren't winning basketball games if they don't have those guys in the lineup. But Michael Malone's job to play with rotations, and I think that he deserves a lot of credit for trusting someone like Christian Brown, who's really turned around this year. We all know Malone has struggled in past with maybe trusting rookies and giving them that opportunity. But he has done a phenomenal job uh, with that this year, and he's really kept – the team together and I mean they're first in the West for a reason and without their coach and their guy leading the charge that that wouldn't be possible so I definitely agree that he deserves a little more credit in the coach of the year and I mean Mike Brown did a great job with the Kings I mean the Kings were fantastic I think that he deserved the win the award but I think Michael Malone deserves a little more recognition than he often gets as well and he probably doesn't deserve to be the scapegoat um, as oftentimes he is because yeah. I think it's just easier that way to, to scapegoat the coach really. Yeah, no, I agree with you 110%. You know, it, it's easy to point fingers, right? You know, how many times have you seen the Michael Malone angry timeout? I mean, this guy cares. He wants him to be good. It'd be different. He just sat there, with the, you know, on the bench with his arms crossed. The way that I've seen guys like even Doc Rivers in the past do that. I've seen Tyrone Lue do that as well. But uh, I, I want to ask you your thoughts on this game. Obviously, game two, it'll tip off here tonight. A little bit of a late start, which is somewhat unfortunate for those fans who are diehard Nuggets fans on the East Coast. Uh -huh. But... How do you see this game going tonight? How do you see it all playing out? And uh, what is your overall prediction for the game? I love that. I'll finish with one more thing on Michael Malone. So you talked about passion there. I think passion is a huge thing. I think guys love playing for coaches who are passionate. I mean, they don't want to play for that coach where they look on the sideline. He's just crossing his arms. They can just tell he doesn't care. They want to play for a guy who's passionate, who brings that energy in a nightly basis. And that's tough for a whole NBA season. But to Michael Malone's credit and his staff's credit, um, they do a really fantastic job of that. So I just wanted to hit that one more time. And then for my prediction tonight, 
I think the Nuggets pull off a win. I don't think it will be as big of a blowout as it was in game one. I think the Timberwolves will fight back and play a little harder, but I think that's a good thing for the Nuggets. I think if the Nuggets were to blow them out in four straight games, it really wouldn't benefit them going into next, uh, whatever the next series is, whoever they play. But I think getting a little pushback will be good. Hopefully they respond to adversity. And I think the Nuggets will probably still win. I think they'll probably still cover. I think they still win by double digits or so. Well, they say great minds think alike, and uh, we're pretty much all on the same page here. I think we're all expecting another Denver Nuggets victory, but a stronger effort from the Minnesota Timberwolves when it's all said and done. But uh, Brandon Ewing, be sure to check him out on social media at B underscore skip 1717. My man, appreciate you. Appreciate a few minutes of your time. We'll see how this game shakes out. We'll do it again soon. All right, buddy? Absolutely. Like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. Let's do it again sometime soon. Let's go get in our W tonight. Yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Brandon Ewing, site manager over at Denver Stiffs. And again, guys, if you're looking for a place to watch the game tonight, come on out to the Sportsbook Bar and Grill out there in Highlands Ranch. We're doing a little bit of a Mile High Sports X Denver Stiffs watch party, a Stiffs night out as we're branding it. Come on out to the Sportsbook Bar and Grill in Highlands Ranch for game two. It'll be a good time. So always a good chat with Brandon. Yeah, no, always, and I know we still uh, work out. Almost the show's almost over. We got to put together a big stiff parlay. The big stiff baby. All right, let's hit a break. When we come back, we'll do just that. Big stiff parlay time. Game two. Nuggets. Timberwolves. Who's winning? Who's losing? We'll break it all down. Lock in our official predictions. Back on the other side after the drive. This is Afternoon Drive with Anil Piro and Cody Rourke, presented by Superbook Sports. How'd you describe your pick? Spicy? I mean, a little bold. Like, bold. But it's not like shot. What is it? It's going to be a uh... big stiff parlay coming up. Here we go. Oh, do you want me to get mine now? Damn, we just dropped the music. You want me to drop it right? Before? Well, I'm hey, curious. You, know, you say it's it? bold. Hold I mean, on. it is I gotta, bold. I got to make this shot real quick, brother. Uh, oh, you're going to try to take a shot with a little coffee? No, I don't know about I that. I got my Celsius today. If Anilo misses this shot, Denver will lose by double digits. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. Well, Double pre- digits? Pressure either ma- creates you say di- they're going to lose. It creates diamonds or, pre- you know. Pressure's a privilege, man. We need some shot. old school Cassidy, like some old school Cassidy, you know, apply pressure, you know, the freestyle. See, like, because when I crush the Celsius bottle, at least it gives me, like, like the circumference of this you is a little difficult. You should have You should have just been like, hey, you know, no shot today. But no, the show the show goes on. All right, we'll see. Hopefully. Logan said quit stalling and take the shot. Yeah, this guy. I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to take it. All right. Just take it. Just shoot it. Don't fade away. Don't do a little turnaround. Oh, my gosh. That's two days in a row the rim has just been awful, dude. I don't know. I don't know if it was the rim. I that one was, spun out on me. It went, I think it was the form. It went. Yeah, you know, well, that's you, what I'm saying. It was a little bit of a elbow didn't, shot. You didn't get you follow through with your elbow. I didn't know how to shoot that one with the... I'm used to the Celsius can. Oh. I, you know what I should have done is just taken the can out of there from yesterday and just reshot well, it. Well, now you know if the Nuggets lose by double digits, my this fault. guy is Oof. the blame. That was tough. Brother, I'm... Hey, I'm still... I you might I'm, have to retire. No, I'm two, or no, now I'm one and two. You ever listen to Cassidy? Of course. Crazy, man. Best bars out there. Surprise, I haven't heard. What about Cassie? 
Stop it. Stop it. Why do you do Please? this? Me and you? Why do you do this? Boom, 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 the great well, Hey, we're setting it up nicely for City Boy Country Club. Let's City Boy that. Country Club. All right, with that said, let's begin. Let's uh, let's get to our Denver Stiff the big parlay. Stiff parlay. The big stiff parlay of the game. Denver hosting the T-Wolves here in just a couple hours on a what seems to be a gloomy night in Denver with some inclement weather coming in. Great time for Cody to go to bed by 730. I'm going to, no, I'm on the Peloton, bro. As nice soon as I get home, in. I, I'm getting home. I'm doing a, I'm doing a weight workout, mm-hmm. getting on the Peloton mm-hmm. after, showering, protein shake, done for the night. Bro, be the game. in bed by 830. No, I'm just going to be in bed with my iPad on Stream East. Mm-hmm. I'm going to text you at 10 o'clock and see if you're awake. All right. I'll be awake. I promise you. All right, cool. Anyways, we'll see. let's kick off the big stiff parlay. You should go first. I should go first. All right, I well, mean, I'm going pretty square with mine, but it's also old reliable, especially if you're going to be bold. So we need, you know, something that's a low-hanging fruit, and it's something that essentially, not essentially, it did hit in the first half of last uh, game one, I should say. Uh, that is my old reliable, and i got to get it started here. So you're not going to be bold? Jokic, 10-plus boards. Let's go. 10-plus rebounds for Nikola Jokic. In the first half? No, just in the game oh. total. But he hit it in the he, first half of last game. Yeah, he may he may hit it in the first half. He may That's have a triple-double in the first half this game. Okay, I like that. I'm going to go with what I usually go with, but I'm going to up the ante a little bit. Uh-oh. I'm going to go with MPJ, four plus threes made in this game. He's going to have a big night. That's plus money four. as it is, brother. Four. He's going to have four. Four plus threes for MPJ is a plus 185. Okay, okay. So we've got uh, Jokic, 10 plus boards, MPJ, oh, yeah, four plus threes. Why not three plus threes? Because I want to go with four. It's a minus one. Okay, all right. It's your pick. It's your pick. And Danny Bailey always likes to get a little exotic with it. I, I wasn't getting that exotic. Yeah. I I'm, exo- hey, I feel it. I'm telling you, the, I, my ACL, the, the screws in my knee were telling me something's going to happen today. All right? All right. What do you got, Danny Bailey? Um, I'm also going to go with three-pointers. Ooh. My man. Two plus three-pointers made. I see Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. Plus 100. That like might it. be a sneaky. That's a great bet on its own. Yeah. I like real. it. That is a. Ooh. I thought he was going to say Mike ooh. Conley because usually sometimes he goes like an opposing ooh. team player. I do that a lot. Yeah. I, know, I was thinking of Mike. I was like, Danny oh, he's going to say Bailey. Mike Conley. I, I like, like where your head's at on that all right, one. All right. All right. So you put them all together for the big stiff parlay. Good odds. Plus 591. Fine, let's change it to three. Do you want. You don't have to. Yeah. Let's change to three. Three is more realistic. Okay. But if he hits four, it'll just, still be good odds. We'll run it back and we'll just say like, "Hey, the loins were right." These are still good odds. So it takes it from like a pl- five to one down to three to one. Which a parlay, it's not the worst thing. I actually like this a lot now. Like I think this has got a really good chance of hitting. Jokic ten plus rebounds. KCP two plus threes. Michael Porter Jr. three plus threes. Plus three eleven. Bangarang. I like that. Because you know Michael Porter. Jr. I, that's the thing is I can see MPJ making three. Gives me not Denver four. stiff. Mm. That does give me a Denver stiff. I'm loving this one. Jokic 10 plus boards, KCP 2 plus threes, MPJ 3 plus threes. Book it. To the bank. Bang. I like it, man. You want to add Who a little you... spice to it? Nuggets on the money line as well. No, we ain't doing that after what happened last time. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, 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 I would rather not have as high of a payout and not mush Denver winning the game. Okay. Let me see what it is if we put Denver in. If you want to do it and you include the Nuggets on the money line, it takes it up to... Uh, it actually really doesn't improve it that much. It goes from plus 311 to plus 396. So it really doesn't do too much for you. That's a minus 370 line. So, but the official big stiff parlay is Jokic 10 plus boards, KCP 2 plus threes, MPJ 3 plus threes. I might just play the KCP 2 plus three straight up. At 
even money? Yeah, I don't think I can kind get that on some books, and I don't think I have money in the account that it's. I'm about to put money in the account. <laughs> really? I know you and I were just talking about it. Hold on, let me see. Let's let's take a look here at his game log. I mean, the, what do we always say on this show? It's all about the attempts. At least for me, it is. Three for six against Minnesota. I mean, the attempts have been there. Again, he he had been ice cold for a little while there, but he's usually taking four or five three point shot attempts a game. Well, they didn't get him for the regular season. They got him for the playoffs, yeah. so this is his time to shine. All right. I like it. I think yeah. the Nuggets have a, will have a good game tonight. They'll Me be too. focused. They'll be aggressive. And then in return, you'll have a good game tonight. Yeah, yeah you're, you're uh, suiting let's up. Let's hope. Let's hope. Over under, like how many you know points, boards, assists? Yeah, where are you at? Um, player points plus assists plus rebounds, mm-hmm. probably twelve. Mm. Not bad. I'm not going to play the whole game, so I'll have a little bit of time on the bench, just hanging out, cheering on my guys. You could bet some of the stupidest. Who's all on your team? Anybody we know? No, no. Just Danny some. Williams knows some of them because they're from when I used to go and play dad ball with him ah. and some older folks. Hey, okay. Did you know you can now bet method of first basket? Yeah, that's crazy. That is disgusting. Aaron Gordon free throw first basket basket seventy five to one. Hey, that's ridiculous. Sounds pretty good to me. I'd put two dollars on it. Hey, did we check the player? Oh, here it is. Jokic triple double. Are they not offering it tonight? Ooh, I'm, not, I'm seeing. Jokic. I think people were probably cleaning them out. They Jokic double double and Denver to win is minus two twenty. Where's Jokic triple? Wow, they're not gonna. Oh, here saw, it is. I saw that name. Plus two hundred. Jokic triple double and Nuggets to win. Plus two hundred. Not bad. Hmm. I was thinking today as I was putting on my Nikola Jokic T-shirt. Tonight's probably a triple double for him. He didn't have to. He didn't get the assists last game. Yeah, but he didn't really need to. But is he hurt? Does it matter? It might. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right. And uh, before we get out of here, we got City Boy Country Club coming to ne- coming up next. We all like Denver tonight. We all think Denver's getting the win. Yeah. That's a unanimous yes. I think it is. That's where I'm at as well. I, I'm expecting another win from t- from the Nuggets tonight. They'll be up 2-0 when it's all said and done. Amen. I'll be surprised if they lose. I think we all will. Especially if it's in like bad fashion, then the tomorrow show will be fun. Sound the alarms. Panic is in the building. So, all right, let's put a bow on the show. Any they closing lose thoughts? Because you missed the missed the shot with your coffee cup. Only if they lose. You by did miss digits. the shot with the the thing yesterday in the abs loss. So we'll see. All right, any uh, closing thoughts? Any words of wisdom before we get out of here, my man? Hey, stay warm. Turn that heater on for tonight. Bundle up. Yeah. Spray some lavender. Throw some layers on. All right, that's going to do it for us. Afternoon drive in the books. See what happens with the Nuggets. See what happens with the Avs tomorrow. We'll chat with you tomorrow afternoon, 4 to 6 p.m. right here on My Life Sports Radio. you got the City Boy Country Club coming up next. Keep it here, My Life Sports Radio. Chat with you tomorrow. Hey,